Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. <laughs> oh, there's a rhyme or reason to this one. Chris Hine from the Star Tribune joining us this morning. On the huddle on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Chris, uh, Carol King fan, I know you are from your Twitter bio. And the song actually seems apropos uh, so far away. I was actually looking through your Twitter uh, feed this morning, and you go on a bit of a rant, which I'm not against, and I, and I don't think you're no. wrong at all. It's only a matter of time you said Timberwolves will find themselves in fourth place in the West. Maybe that'll be the wake-up call. They lose to a not-so-great San Antonio team last night other than Victor Weminyana. And, it, and it's another fourth-quarter collapse for this team. How much of a concern is this? And I know what you're going to say, but I, want, I think the listeners need to hear how much of a concern this is. So, to me, the fourth-quarter offense is a, is a very big concern right now. I think that has extended back several weeks at this point to late December, early January when they were playing better ball, um, supposedly. And they were losing to teams during that stretch that were decent teams, you know, teams mm-hmm. like Dallas, uh, the Knicks. Um, so, you know, you can kind of excuse some of those lapses. Um, but now when you are losing to teams like Charlotte and San Antonio, it becomes more of a concern. You know, they have done a good job of beating the teams they're supposed to beat this year, even on nights when they haven't played their best. This is the first week this season where they haven't done that. So, on the one hand, they really need to fix their their late-quarter offense. Not having Mike Conley for these two losses, I I don't think there's a coincidence there, um, quite frankly. Um, And, B, I do think – now, last year caused a lot of scar tissue for fans. um, But I do think that given how they have played this earlier this season – the wins that they were able to stack up, and the, the kind of potential that you see in this team, I think they've earned the right in the room from the fan base to try and bounce back from their first bad week of the season. So I, that's kind of where I'm at. They need to fix the late game offense. That's got to mm-hmm. be priority number one. But if they can do that, I think you can see them bounce back um, listen, every a lot of almost every team is going to go through a lull like this in the season. Right. Uh, this is this is where they're at right now. Okay, so so fans need to give them some grace, and and I appreciate that sentiment. But yeah, 
is is this just a one week thing or is this the beginning of some unraveling that you can see? Mm, well, that's the big question. That's, that's, <laughs> why have, that's why they play the games. I don't know. I, I, I would like to see what it looks like when Mike Conley is back. Now, that's not going to solve everything because there were right. games Mike Conley was out there on the floor and they still didn't look great. Like that Dallas yeah. game, Mike Conley was on the floor. Oklahoma City at home. Uh, Mike Conley had maybe his worst game of the season that particular night. Um, but that being said, on, on the whole, when Mike Conley has been out there, they have been a, a good fourth quarter team for the entire season taken into account. Um, now, as for an, a potential unraveling, I don't know. Um, you know, I, you kind of get the feeling that maybe that's where they're headed, but, you know, maybe they can rebound. Who knows? Um, you know, maybe they need the all-star break at this point. Maybe they're a little out of gas and it's affecting, yeah. you know, their defense on a night-to-night basis. They could use the, the break to recharge. Um, you know, we're about what, two plus weeks away from that happening. So I, mean, I think there's a number of factors at play here. And, you know, I, they, they have a chance to bounce back this week. You know, they'll, they'll return home after Monday's game. They'll come back home um, and we'll see what they do. How much do these next few weeks or, or even just, you know, the short period of time, Chris, will affect if they're going to do anything at the trade deadline? I mean, they're – they're where they need to be right now. They're still at the top, barring a huge slide. What do you think, if right. anything, will happen and or what does this team need? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Well, I don't think that the last couple of games here is going to dramatically affect what they need. I think you could still see this team, even when it was playing well and winning games, that they're still, they, they still can add something to this mix to make it a little better offensively. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the, the debate among the fan base, you know, is, is always do, do they need a backup point guard? Do they need a shooter? Do they need, like, more of a bucket getter? Kind of those three, those three baskets of, of things. Which one does this team need the most? Because we probably don't have room to add two. You might be able to add one of those uh, type of players. I personally have veered towards they need a shooter because yeah. I think Finch's offense operates best when you have shooting around the perimeter. We saw two years ago when they had players like Torian Prince and Malik Beasley shooting really well. The offense took off the second half of the season. Kind of a, a similar story last season, uh, especially when Carl Anthony Towns returned. 
So I tend to think they should probably opt more for shooting. I think with Mike Conley out, I think Nikhil Alexander-Walker has done a has done a commendable job playing the backup point guard, starting backup point guard role. Um, and I think they have ways that they can maneuver around that. I think they need a shooter and somebody that's going to help them space the floor and create open, open looks, open, efficient looks off of, you know, the, the attention that Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns command out there. Chris Hyde joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline from the Star Tribune, Timberwolves beat writer. I'm glad you brought up uh, Nikhil. You wrote a great piece this week on on him um, in the in the Star Tribune about how he's been he's a voracious reader and and kind of this mental aspect of his game. How did you get into that with him? And and as you started to dig a little deeper, realize that taking his mind off the pressures of the game was so integral in in his career and what has become his successful time here in Minnesota. You know, it was like even like the first week he got here last season, he had a book at his locker. I saw him just before like the first game that he was playing as a Timberwolf. He was just reading at his locker. <laughs> and I, you know, just kind of started asking him about what he was reading. And, and you know, if, if you get the chance to get to know Nikhil a little bit, he's, he's a very, you know, very engaging guy. He's a very uh, – you know, uh, he'll have a, a good in-depth conversation with you about what he's reading or what's going on in his world. He's he's not one to kind of shy away from the media or, you know, kind of hide when reporters are around. Um, so he, he was more than happy to, to talk about it and talk about his his journey and his story. And, you know, just being around the team, you get to develop a little rapport and a relationship with the players, and you hope that they – feel comfortable enough to, you know, yeah. open up to you when you want to write about them. And that was kind of the case with Nikhil. I really appreciated him, uh, you know, kind of going there and, and talking about what was really going through his head the last year or so and how reading really helped him out with that. One of the things I read in that article just kind of stuck out to me, and it actually had to do with, with Chris Finch and you saying that because they had uh, been together at a previous stop and um, – I think Nikhil was worried about maybe the impression he had made on Finch. But Finch said, and this is from your article, quote, in fact, I look at it at the opposite. What's there? What's redeemable at this point in his career? To be honest with you, it's his defense. The idea that Chris Finch is willing to let stuff aside and look at second chances, has that been something that has contributed to this season? Because last year, any coach would walk away from that, I think, and go, listen, it didn't work real well with Towns and Gobert and Ant. The, the, the chemistry wasn't there un, until late. His ability to clean the slate and look forward, has that helped this year? I think it has. I think, I think that's why they got off to such a strong start. Nobody came into the season, you know, with last year kind of hanging over them. And I think Finch's philosophy in that way also mirrors Tim Connolly's philosophy. You know, he's very, he's very patient. He believes when he gets the right people in, you have to give it time to make it work. He was that way in Denver uh, with Michael Malone as his coach, and I, you, I think you see him adopting a similar philosophy. You know, whenever the fan base gets riled up at Finch for you know games like last night, he's going to stay the course and play the long game. Uh, and with Finch, you know, I think the one thing that Finch has done a good job of is he always communicates to the players kind of where they stand. We've heard that from a number of role players over the years, whether it be Nikhil, whether it be Torian Prince or, you know, guys like Troy Brown this year. 
that even when they're, they may be out of the rotation or not playing, their chance is going to come around again, and they have to stay ready for it, you know, be positive, because eventually just through the, the cycle of an NBA season, whether it be guys, you know, getting hurt or guys, you know, not playing well for a stretch mm-hmm. of time, they're going to get back in the rotation at some point, and their chance is going to come up again. And he does a good job in communicating that, keeping guys engaged so that when it does happen, you have an example like McKeel where he's ready to take advantage of his time when it does come. Well, let's hope it's uh, not too late, baby. It's not too late. Little Carol King. Let's hope they got some more. Whenever I hear her on these, on these appearances, I appreciate that. Chris Hine, thanks so much for joining us this morning. Appreciate your time, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Chris Hine from the Star Tribune joining us on the John Schuster Cowell Banker Hotline. Take a quick break. Come back and we'll do the fast break. You're listening to the Huddle on eight three zero WCCO. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.